And just like that, we're back with JB Dino Nuggets 741 of YouTube. Are you there, man? You ready to do this I shit? Am, mate. How are you? Fantastic, man. It's been a minute since we did uh, anything on this uh, podcast. <laughs> been a minute since we did anything, really. Right, <laughs> right. And we can announce our like uh, our side project too on here, so we get everybody to uh, cross platform for us. You know, we're doing that uh, lap dances and lattes podcast, which is about like real life politics, everything associated with it. Uh, anything you want to add on that topic? Right, and pretty much with lap dances and lattes. I mean, if you guys have listened to me already, you already know that I, I'm comfortable in my own skin. And so is Tim, so is Rob, so is Search. And, you know, the whole idea behind Dino with the Devil and even with Tim's GHP is just to get the spoken word out and just, you know, have fun because fuck right that's the story man get the awareness out there get the story out there let the people decide that's what it's always been about it is and you you take that story and you do whatever you want with it that's the beautiful thing about a platform like this you know right and we're excited to bring you like different content outside of the paranormal because uh you know we got a lot to offer and it's going to be good to expand out there and we're hoping that uh, everybody comes by and checks out our goofball stuff man yeah and again guys no topics off of the table i mean lap dances to lattes <laughs> and there there's a world of things that are in between that so you know if you don't like one episode listen to another because i'm sure at one point we are most definitely gonna you know touch on a subject that you know might help home a little bit and guys, honestly, it, it helps me because paranormal all the time, you don't want to fall down that rabbit hole. That's a, it's a horrible rabbit hole to follow. And, uh, you know, if you need to escape that reality, following us on this will, will brighten your day or, you know, offend you. And, you know, sorry, but that's the whole goal behind this is keeping it real. Right, exactly. And talking about real life stuff, you know. That's that's only going to get better <laughs> with how much controversial stuff is out there these days. We're not going to have anything to talk about anytime soon. Well, and not to mention that, man, it's everything around you now. You've just got to, you know, pay attention to. And if you don't have like-minded people, us paranormal guys, you know, we try to stick with the same people. Stick with like-minded folks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think... Between you and me and, you know, Rob and Search and all the other directions that we're going, you'll, you'll find a bit of something in there that you'll like. Yeah, exactly, man. We got all the flavors of the rainbow. We're not uh, just stuck with one. <laughs> <laughs> we're not a three-colored sherbet. <laughs> I so guess how are you, motherfucker? Fan how have you been, man? Fantastic, man. We're always doing good, man. We're always living the dream, working the nightmare, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a grind man but you gotta do it right 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 i guess this is a long time coming because we released that uh basement experiment like enhanced <laughs> audio what a couple weeks ago and we just haven't sat down because of the holidays to kind of do a reaction video to it right i would assume that i would be a reaction to that reaction yeah you did get a chance to check it out though so you you know we're gonna play a little couple of clips here with the intense shit and react to it a little bit and get some thoughts <laughs> 
Because you actually did listen to it. That's probably the first time you've listened to like one of the sessions, right? On like an enhanced audio. Right. And I, I listened to it with my family while playing a board game. It's called Jackass. And it, it just got to a point where we we're like, why do we have to relive this? <laughs> After the, the growl or two, it was like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, man. I said much for failure though, man. That's got to be tough for JB to sleep in that place, knowing, you know, all the shit that's going on down in the basement. Oh, JB's all right, man. I'll I'll find a way to make it work. I just, I, I, you either deal with it or you don't, man. You know what I mean? And I understand people's, you know, concern, but you'll be amazed what you get used to. And, you know, when, when people who think that, this stuff's not real or they're used to one perception of it. And then they, they really need it head on. Well, Tim, I think you saw the results of that, right? That video was insane, man. Uh, <laughs> when I like was looking at the like peaks and valleys and the um, enhanced audio, man, that thing gradually got more active because it started out like a flat line. Like it wasn't saying much. And then as soon as that, like it was getting worked up, there was peaks, valleys, and that thing was getting fucking pissed. <laughs> It's a line of questioning, man. You you reach out to something and you're a sensitive. Well, I think uh, it's what I would pay to see, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see people's true reaction, you know, and communicating with something and being over the phone like that and hearing those growls. Once I heard that enhanced, oh. Yeah, speaking of that, we can pull some of that up so people have a frame of reference just in case they haven't listened to it. We can pull that shit up and, uh, yeah, get a little bit of reaction on there. Do you want to, like, set this up and I'll pull it up here? Yeah. All right, the first thing we'll go to is that, like, first fucking growl. And then, uh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's the music I put on there. Try to put some eerie stuff on for you. (laughs) <laughs> all right let's find out like welcome to the show <laughs> the shit show right <laughs> oh it's always something man you just gotta love it one day at a time man yeah because then uh they have to go to the youtube channel and watch the video if they want to see the visual part of it which was the shadow creature uh, that went right in front of the fucking camera. So it knew what it was doing, and it was not shy to show itself, which was crazy to me. Um, here, Okay, here's the first one at uh, 18 minutes in the enhanced audio. So here we go. What's weird is like you can hear that thing like slinking around. Did you hear that like slinking? And I don't know what some people said that was like cloth or some shit like that. 
I, I mean, that's that's a pretty normal occurrence when I go to bed or I fall asleep with the TV on or go anywhere near the basement. It's just a series of, it sounds like somebody's rifling through shit. Uh-huh. You know, that's a typical um, sound that you get. And, I mean, that's mild mm-hmm. action. I'm good with that type of stuff. Like, do your own thing, man. Don't get my attention. All right. And here's that, uh, the growl we were talking about. So here we go. You seem very upset. Very. Uh, the bad thing is, like, I feel you right now, too. And uh, it's not fun, man. You got a lot, you got a lot of hate. I understand that. I do. I've been there. I've been there very much. It said like die right there. Is that what you heard too when you were looking at it or? Yeah. Man, this is nuts. <laughs> Voices I, in the dark. That's, what, <laughs> yeah. that's why I implore everybody to like listen um, to it two or three times because you hear something like different every time or you hear something that wasn't there before and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Welcome to my world, man. You <laughs> yeah. catch something on film. You catch something on audio, and it's different every time you listen to it. Right. We're going to play these excerpts for people and let them decide, you know, and let them go listen to the whole thing. Here's another segment. I hear you. I, I don't know what you're saying, no, man, but I can hear you. What do you, what do you want? Is there, some, is there a way we can help you? Whoa! That was the first one. Whoa! That was the first one when it got pissed. And this is amplified audio. But you've compared that. That's not somebody in the dark. No. Fucking around, right? If if somebody was to like put that vocal range into like some kind of like higher end software software that you know is kind of out of our range, I guarantee that's not human generated. That was loud. That was intense. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell everybody, man. There's a reason why we pulled the audio and jacked it all the way up, so you can hear the like the low tones, and you're really going to hear the high tones. It's a it's a little more than alarming, you know. That's 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 the type of stuff that I hear in my room, you know. I don't know, man. What do you want me to say? You hear something like that. <laughs> and you match vocal cords up, and that's not human. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Man, that's how you shit your pants, man. <laughs> that's and what I would do. I bounce the fuck out in all my videos. Like, this fucking dude just runs. Like, you hear shit like that? Are you going to stick around? Fuck off. Yeah, who's going to stand their ground if they're hearing shit like that, man? I, fuck, <laughs> <Right>. I wouldn't. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying, man. Going back to the videos that Rob's, are, Rob's getting ready to post, like, from start to finish, like, we didn't experience stuff like that. And that's what's concerning to me. Like, I, I will find this type of feeling somewhere, but it, it's the question of where. How can you get the right help if you don't know what you're dealing with? And you hear shit like that. You're just like, you know what? 
Just going to go with the standard quo on this one. Right, right. We'll play the second, like, intense moment here, uh, probably about, like, 30 seconds and see if we hear anything else in addition to... Were they consecutive or was this over a spread out amount of time? Uh, the first one was at, like, 18 minutes, and then the second one was, like, 24 minutes. When it was just like fucking freaking the fuck out, and then after shortly, like shortly after that, I think it just got tired and it was like done because it went like silent. But uh, this was the second moment. second one where it got fucking really pissed because he was telling it to like not stand behind him again what do you want to say (laughs) 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 what else do you need at this point i don't know how anybody can question that and be like no that's not legitimate (laughs) it's not about what you question that's i don't know that's elaborate (laughs) yeah that thing was pissed could you kind of like draw a picture of how you had it set up in the basement? Because for the people that already know what your basement looks like, how did you set up like the camera and the phone that night? So I, I, I put the camera in the furthest corner where the most of the activity um, happens. The smell starts there and then floats throughout the house before activity starts to kick up like physical activity, not just the odor or, you know, the occasional item moving or the picture falling off the wall. It's um, the the area that I don't go into the most because it's the most fucked up. (laughs) If you, if you knew how to judge the feeling throughout the house and you've been doing this for a while, there's just certain areas you try to stay out of. And that's, that's where I put the camera. Now it faces out over the entire basement from corner to corner, from stairwell to furthest corner in the, you know, in the basement. So it looks, looks down at everything. So there's really not much in the camera frame that you can't catch from the angle that I had the camera place. Right. And anybody who watches like the original video will see that you go through the whole house and show that there's nobody hiding anywhere in the house or down in the basement or anything like that. Oh, man, I don't got time for shit like that. You know, I mean, let's be real. That was a live session. That would be an elaborate setup. And if you watch my videos, they are far from professional. <laughs> so, and, you know, at some point we will get better. But, mm-hmm. you know, when it's raw and uncut, it's, what gives it so much validity is what I think is that 
show how I edited it and prove it. There's 10K. No one has been able to prove that because it's a solid shot. And like you said, it was set up like the cameras at one end where all the shit happens. Then there is a, uh, well, like a little table of candles. And then at the far end was the phone where Devin was on. Everyone likes to do this lights out approach. So whatever, you know, and the experiment was based off of recommendations of people, you know, and that's why I don't have a lot of these investigators go through here. They experience something like that. They shit themselves and they run out of here and then they don't po- publish anything because <laughs> their reaction is actually genuine at that point. And it kind of defies their whole purpose of that, you know, instinct. And that's, I, I did set him up for failure though. I'm not going to lie, man. Yeah. Cause uh, do you, do you want to tell everybody the artifact that was down there? So everybody is always stuck on a Dybbuk box and I, I can legitimately prove to you, you can look it up yourself. Nowhere in history of the Jewish religion or culture um, has there been any way to trap a Dybbuk in a box. <laughs> so there are cursed items, in fact, that, you know, that can be done through a Kabbalah, but as far as, you know, through Jewish faith and religion, there's no way to trap a divic at that point. It's a cursed item. Well, I have an item that was from my great-grandmother that came from Spain, and it was a few items that were left from the Holocaust and what they were able to, you know, keep. And putting all these fancy gadgets that, you know, light up with EMF or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little fucking stud finder that can sometimes go off and sometimes don't. But when I'm around, it always goes off. But either way, this fucking box puts off red dots. It's the highest you can go up. It's a color chart. Green, yellow, red. And we're talking I, I like the iPad up. It's the first time I used the iPad. We were short a phone to get him to be able to do the audio on there and be, you know, down there to talk to it. And uh, I, I had to set everything up on an iPad. So keep in mind, with a, a brand new device that I've never used before for YouTube Live or anything for that matter, um, I, I had no idea how that thing was going to record or pick up sound or or anything. It's an Apple iPad. And what's crazy is they have to go watch the video, but it picks up something that is undisputable, in my opinion. And you, you know the clip I'm talking about. And we're not even going to tell them. They're going to have to go watch it, and they'll see for themselves. I mean, right before the 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 video froze, I think that that's a, a, a subject that's that's worth diving into. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've done everything that I could to slow it down and pause it and adjust brights. And I, I mean, that was a deliberate. And the way the camera was set up, and you see me walk out. And if you really watch the video, you can see me leave in my Audi and hear the garage door shut. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had no intention on being here. Yeah, even Devin alluded to that. He's like, uneasy a, feeling. Took my Xanax, passed out. Yeah, Devin and, alluded to that. He's like, oh, that's JB leaving in his car. Mm-hmm. And then the technical difficulties that followed, like it, it, whatever that thing is, was pulling the like the plug out of the fucking wall because it didn't want that to happen that night. 
uh, it was so much of a pain in the ass to set up that live session that it was almost at the point where I was like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to do it another night because this is goddamn a nightmare. And the amount of evidence that was caught in there, there's so many different things that people, which is what's great about the community is because everybody sees it differently and they're just dissecting it and they're finding new stuff and new evidence. So it's just amazing what came out of that video. It, it is amazing, but it's, it's also troubling because it's, it's finally somebody got to experience it live. Oh, well, I guess many of you got to experience it live, live time. And to create a noise like that, if, if you've talked to me, listen to my voice, like there's no one in this house when I took that down there. There's nowhere to hide. I don't have a lot of shit down there. I, I really, there's nothing down there, basically. And what was down there got broken that night because that thing went on uh, a fucking rampage. What a fucking nightmare that was. Because even Devin was getting concerned. You can hear it at one point, like sliding something across like the floor, which I, uh, I'm thinking was probably a tub of whatever it broke. Was that tub that was getting slid across the floor? Yeah, it, it was a it was a bin full of like decorative glass pieces that you make candles with. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to put it down there like that. And this is custom made glass. So it costs thousands of dollars to send out, you know, candles to your entire fucking family. <laughs> and, um, I was irresponsible and put it down there and that's what came crashing to the ground and got me into some trouble there. <laughs> yeah. To say the least, then that thing was so fucking pissed at one point. And I'm thinking it was pissed because, the fact that Devin was on the phone and not there in person, so it really couldn't do much to him. I think that's why it was uh, acting out. Uh, I mean, the next few days were pretty rough, not gonna lie. But, I mean, define rough. <laughs> Anything you want to share with the people? Uh, <laughs> I, I just listen to it yourself. Um, I was upstairs, came back, had major technical difficulties. After the cameras start running, I know what Devin did down there was unconventional. Mm -hmm. He was advised against doing some of this stuff. He really was. And he did it on his own volition. Um, and you think that's what led to like the next couple of days being just like hectic as fuck or just... I. I would have to say he's not bullshitting about being a sensitive, mm. you know, I, it just, it, he popped off at the right time and probably try to be somebody who wasn't and picked up on that immediately and got mad. Yeah. And I can tell, uh, everybody just by talking to Devin, you know, he, he's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm done with that kind of, uh, investigation there. Cause that really took a toll on me. Welcome to the club, man. Mm -hmm. Well, last. He's definitely not the first. What I'm curious to see in the future, because that really is like a, a new form of investigating like activity like that, the, you know, over the phone in a hot environment like that. I'm curious to see how many investigators piggyback off of that method going forward. <laughs> I have at it. If you can have that genuine experience and fill it, the way he did, you know, the way he said he did. Mm -hmm. 
Um, well, let's yeah. just get it out there. You saw it first on Dino Nugget 741, so we'll call that the JB method. What, to set people up for failure? Stir the shit up before you go down there and fucking put the box down? <laughs> <laughs> that lights up every time you put something near to it? Big deal. And to be honest, we've taken that thing out of the house, and it doesn't change anything. And, you know, yeah, I got it around the time that, you know, all this started happening. But is that a sheer coincidence? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make one claim one way or the other. It's just really ironic that when I set everything up that JC had, you know, went through the house and identified as being an issue that he had, that we were able to capture that type of, you know, evidence one <laughs> and it i just sit back and laugh what did he say about that when he found i th there i think you told me the story behind that uh but maybe some people don't know like he came across that and was like what is this doing here yeah it's he found it down in some of my little limited items I went through a divorce so i've i've liquidated that's why the basement's so empty it's clear that i'm not a clutterer my, my home is very basic. It's the things that I need to survive, feel comfortable. But outside of that, it's no, this isn't the Marriott by no. any means. No, that was a good video. I'm not going to lie. That was really good. And that was right before the holidays. And then, you know, now we're going to get back to Dino with the devil pretty consistently going forward here. Now that we're going into 2022. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Any ideas going forward? I really gain a lot out of everything that I've done through TikTok now on YouTube. I, it kind of exploded a lot bigger than what I thought. I have a lot of people that, you know, genuinely give a shit and stand behind us. And being able to talk with them on Dino with the Devil and the whole platform, how it's designed like where it's just a conversation there is no you know reading comment interruptions it's it's a one-on-one -on -one chat how often tim you know in this in this biz do you have people that'll come out and just spill their guts like that very rare occasions have i ever seen or heard anything of that you know personal nature ever come out on a recording <laughs> and that that's that's what's good to me it's because if you've been through it and you're just like, you know what, I've seen this guy's house and it's not that bad or it is that bad, then you have no problem being like, fuck you, I watch your videos, you can't judge me at all. But the burning question coming out of that uh, experiment was, is JB going to do more of those sessions in the basement? I was like, you know, you're going to have to ask him yourself because that took some, you know, major grapefruits to go sit down there in the fucking dark with that thing on the phone listening to scary stories. <laughs> I, I might do one in the basement again just to see how it goes and what are you going to do differently are you going to be like in a different side of it or like <laughs> probably not um like I, I like tie I'll yourself in right this time <laughs> you know and show everyone like I, I have strings tied to nails on wall you, there's nowhere to hide them literally eliminated anywhere you can hide a human in my home and i don't know why i went to that level like fuck you people if you don't like it then click the fuck on yeah but 
literally eliminated all the angles where you can hide a human. And I've been able to, you know, walk through my house and show every square inch without hiding anything in a corner or someone standing, even reflections in mirrors. Like there's no one. Here's a 360 view of it. Fuck off. And then just set y'all motherfuckers down there. Mm-hmm. And I'll tear it up before I put it down there. And it's funny how you've kind of silenced the critics because they haven't been anywhere near as active in the comment section after like all that's recently happened. So you've kind of basically silenced your critics with uh, the stuff that you've done lately. That's not my goal. I don't give a fuck. There's critics everywhere. My mom's a critic of me, and it has nothing to do with Dino Nuts. <laughs> you know, your bosses are critical of you, your, your family, your kids. Uh, critics don't bother me at this point because it doesn't matter how much evidence that you have. People are still going to be like, oh, he's an animator. He is some sort of IT guy that's really good at this. I'm a horrible IT guy. Yeah, the biggest thing like during that (laughs) video is they're like, how did JB sneak back down that basement and then crawl across that video like is a lanky fucking shadow figure that's like 13 feet tall at times? Well, well, that's the point. I mean, match up my stature versus what's what walks in front of a camera. <laughs> I'm a big dude, man. I'm not a skinny little average dude that's five foot eight and 158 pounds. I eat those guys for breakfast. And any, anybody <laughs> that's followed you pushing 260 <laughs> so and it's six foot two almost three like i'm not a, a a little guy and then does he something that comes in and completely dwarfs me it's like well fuck <laughs> i'm in trouble size matters apparently in this. <laughs> and what's funny it's like okay you came down at the end of the video to get you know the phone and devin and all that and i was like yeah you can tell that those are not quiet stairs he's not like running down them by any means but you can hear some pretty you know heavy thuds coming down that stairs yeah dude it's it's a wood staircase that leads down into an unfinished basement unless you think that my big clumsy ass is like parkouring it down my stairs good luck (laughs) i'd like to see you parquet down there man (laughs) (laughs) like i'm rolling up walls and down i'm not touching the stairs i'm just flowing like i was telling you before hopefully you don't try to one-up yourself by like setting your stairs on fire as a form of keeping you down there man (laughs) (laughs) the sad thing i think people would eat that up (laughs) they'd be like oh my god this is great and it's like no it was a sign of desperation. It's like that that note before the note that you get before you see somebody hanging in their closet jerking off. Because <laughs> I think uh, talking to you afterwards, you're like, the one thing I fucked up on was tying myself into the basement. When I needed to get the fuck out of there, there was no way to efficiently get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that was a dumb idea. And then like getting back to the stature question here, anybody that follows your channel and saw that video that you did where you left the camera and the camera gets jarred. Anybody (laughs) that noticed that fucking thing that was standing behind a six inch wall, it was like 13 fucking feet tall or some shit like that. And as skinny as a rail. This is a big house. It's, it's opened up quite a way. And yeah, the ceilings are way up there. 
And it, it, I didn't even realize that until you brought my attention. I'm like, holy fuck, that thing is like super skinny, and it's like 13 feet fucking tall. I don't know. It kept peeking around the corner at like the dog or something or the camera. I don't know what it was. Dogs were flipping out, man. I had to put them in the kennel, though, because they were pissing everywhere. Every Mm -hmm. time something happens, Maverick, our new dog, he fucking pisses. It's like, fuck, man. So we, we've got to get this band that goes around his dick. <laughs> and that's allegedly supposed to help him from pissing all over. But he's a six-pound dog. And he starts to whining, man. And he's not a whiner. He, he had a shock collar on from his previous owners that prevented him from barking or whining or doing any of that. He's a very docile, very well-trained dog. <laughs> very expensive breed and he will fight through the pain and (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know they made like cock rings for dogs i thought that was a human thing (laughs) that's good that you let him borrow yours though man i'm proud of you (laughs) (laughs) not a handsome man and i'm not packing a 10 inch pig Oh, that's too good. But uh, like going forward, what is the state of the franchise for Dino Nuggets? What can we expect to see here in the near future? Well, content would probably be the the number one aim. Um, I I'm in a relentless hunt for you know that feeling. I wanna I wanna experience evil how other people see it. I, I want to know that I'm not alone and I want to know how to be able to answer my own questions and the right type of help that I need to ask for. Cause there's varying degrees to this that I've learned throughout this past year that, you know, you have to identify and pinpoint because if you don't know specifics, then people look at you like you're a complete fucking idiot. One of the things that I had a problem with uh, with Devin and the experiment in the basement was he asked it to identify itself, which is the number one thing that average normal people who you talk to in real life say is don't do. So I'm not trying to identify it at this point. I just feel that, you know, the, the future of the channel would be one more experiences as I see them, you know. I, I'm not a big fan of the cameras being set up all the time. And, you know, if you, you watch the whole uncut version of that video I sent Rob, like there was a good 10 minutes of me going, this is an invasion. Fuck you. Like that was not supposed to be a video that made it onto YouTube. That was me and him, me being like, fuck you, asshole. I got cameras. Woo. <laughs> And again, I mean, people eat that shit up. I mean, if you want to see faucets turning on, throw me some money for a water bill and I'll show you that for fucking months. <laughs> yeah, because you are in an area that is not cheap for water. No, it's Colorado. Everything's expensive here. So, whatever. I mean, you can drink our water that we water our lawns with. I've went to a few states on this journey so far that I was afraid to get out of my fucking car, let alone have a glass of water out of the tap. 
And that's been one of the burning questions from like the viewers when they were going to see some actual like footage from the, the road trip. And I guess we've got an update on that. I guess Rob was saying that, uh, what, 1230, which is this Thursday, uh, the date 1230, 2021, there should be like a behind the scenes vlog coming out uh, for everybody to check out. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, he's got the footage. So if that's what he's saying, then I, I would put a lot of ba- eggs in that basket. So it's just the, the one thing that I ask everybody to understand is, is that we are a self-funded channel and, you know, we have to go through every square inch of this. And it's not like we have all the means possible to go through it and provide good content. Because if you guys have watched my videos, the last thing that I want to show you guys is something that's lame that you've seen 3000 other times. And I think that you'll, you'll get that. I just think that, you know, it it takes time to put out good stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's what's unique about your videos. Like no video is the same as the other. It's manifested in different forms, different ways. The one in your room where it's just kind of like fucking materializing upwards and people are like, oh, that's a green screen. I said, nobody with a skeletal figure could stand up the way that thing was like materializing. Screen. Oh, man. If you can give me the equipment to do some green screen, I'll show you some shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you just want me to reenact what I go through in my life on a green screen, you go ahead and send me that. Let me show you what kind of videos I can put out. It's as real and generic as you can get. It's an iPhone 12 Pro Max. And before that, they started out on like an iPhone 8. (laughs) Go back to iPhone 8. Oh, man. That's just insane. And like I said, the way that thing has manifested itself, like it kind of... uh, was slinking around the water heater that one time. That's kind of my favorite video is watching that thing like slink around. And then I don't know if people notice, but when you're coming around, like following that thing, you see a pair of yellow eyes like staring at you from behind like the vent pipe. Yeah. People wonder why I run. You, you catch a glimpse of that. It's your first reaction. What the fuck? Just like when we heard that scream, that's the only thing that that growl was the only intensity that I've heard since that scream when J- or JC was down here. And that he, that he, was loud. That was intense. And I know that that was amplified through your, your system there, but the last time I heard a noise like that, you heard my reaction. I, I, I let out a, a howl <laughs> that was and I encourage everybody to go listen to that audio because they're going to hear so much stuff in there. Like the second or third time I went through it, I was hearing all kinds of weird shit. And in the first first video, which was you talking to Devin, I think it was Dino with the Devil number six. There was like some chanting and shit going on when he was down there for that 10 minute session. Chanting. Uh, that's a newer development. I would say within the past couple of years, I, I would say that I, I do hear a, a series of words. I don't know if I identify it as chanting, but again, I, I haven't amplified and listened to anything of any of the footage that I get from my house. You guys got to understand. I push all that off. And when I get a video for TikTok, it's, it's posted quick and you know, I put it out for as long as the time is allotted. 
and that's that's how I see it, and then it's gone. I don't like to keep it on my phone. I don't like to dwell on it. I move on, and you know, since I've been talking with people and doing stuff like that, I'm not as afraid. I definitely have my moments, but <laughs> I just I know that you know I'm not the only one that has this type of shit going on, and the varying degrees, of course, matter, but. As long as somebody else feels scared at nighttime, I'm, you know, increasingly getting more comfortable with that idea that I'm just, I'm going to have to deal with it, Tim. Right. And people, I don't know if people don't realize this, but you actually didn't start your channel originally. That actually came from your son started the channel. Dino Nugget 741 was created by an 11-year-old at the time. He turns 12 around the same time that he opened up the channel. It's my son. His mom doesn't let him play on TikTok. And when we're together and he doesn't want to participate or he just needs his alone time, he grabs my phone up and gets on TikTok and does his thing and posted a video. And here we are almost a year now since it all began. And we can actually play a clip from Dino with the Devil Six and get it people uh, understanding where like the experiment derived from. And yeah, uh, yeah, well, I can play that here. It's like I think like three minutes, and then you can tell me what you hear. I heard chanting. I heard something like JB Awa or something. I don't know if that's like if that's another language or what that is, but oh man, you'll uh, hear it here. Yeah, but. I don't know how well you hear it on the, uh, if it'll transfer on the phone or anything like that, but uh, yeah, I think everybody listening is going to hear this and then they can put their two cents in. But here we go with the audio from Dino with the Devil 6. Uh, it's about three minutes, so here we go. But you're not sorry. I just heard a voice say you're sorry, but you're not sorry. You're li- you're literally not sorry though. So why are you? I don't understand. What? Why is it that you want to talk to me? I guess is the big thing. Was that, hey, Robert, Tim, was that, was that JB that said he's sorry? No, did you guys hear that at least? Okay, well, if you guys didn't hear it, you're going to hear it um, when we play it back, but. Okay, so you're obviously being a little trickster right now, and you're coming through as a female voice, and you're coming through as a male voice, and I've never heard an EVP as clear as I'm sorry as you're going to get on that one. Go ahead. You can come closer. That's fine. 
Thank you. At least I know you're there. Oh, it was JB that said he was sorry? Okay. So did you hear that? That JB Awa? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck language that is. I don't know if that's Indian or Russian or German. We got some interesting theories uh, along some of those lines that we've been talking about, but we're not going to disclose that. They're going to have to tune in later for that kind of information. (laughs) Yeah, the saga. Mm -hmm. Keep them wanting more. The demand is high, and we're going to deliver. Yeah. And, I mean, the amount of doors that opened up through this is has been cool mm-hmm. and it's it's been comforting for me to have an outlet that's not just aimed at 100 percent my life story it's it's something that i deal with and if i knew that it would have gotten this type of concern i would say then you know that's why i don't publicize where i'm at or what i do or who i am like I don't need news trucks in front of my house. <laughs> right, because we've all like witnessed that with the Amityville house. And, you know, the owners over the years have had to plead with people, just don't show up. Don't. This is not a fucking theme park. Don't show up with demands and pictures and all this other shit. You're basically trespassing, and that's not that's the situation you're looking to avoid. Right, but the outside of your home? Well, I mean, there are certain things that you can't publish with, like, my address and stuff like that. It's just at this point with the amount of attention that it's starting to get that <clears throat> that's that's my worry. Like I've always said from the beginning, I'm more afraid of people that are alive than dead. Mm-hmm. This thing hasn't really hurt me to where, you know, I'm afraid for my, my safety or my life. And that's what I really want people to understand is that if it hasn't got me yet, it's taken an awful long time. Mm-hmm. And since the lit, the last video that you released, which was the one with the camera, uh, what has been occurring? Has there been anything crazy? Has it been quiet? Has it been freaking out or... It's been it has its ups and downs. I mean, mm-hmm. some nights are better than others, just like normal. I would say it's died down a lot since I got back from that trip. It's died down to where I, it's manageable. I had music playing when you called, so, you know, I can drown out some of the, the bangs and the bumps. But, you know, there is, there's always intense moments since you can't predict it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's not it doesn't really go away. <laughs> I think that's what people don't realize. It's not like you walk around your house with like a camera strapped to your head and you're like just ready to roll anytime something happens and that's how you catch your content. It really has to be the right time, the right moment and just the perfect storm essentially. Right. Random. And where, you know, I, I have the phone around me at that time where I can be like, Oh fuck. And, you know, increasingly more, I've, I've tried to be more conscientious of where my phone is or whatever, but it, when you're just trying to live your normal life and you have your phone in the charger and it's in the kitchen or, you know, I just, I, I'm not like most people that have my phone glued to my fucking body all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just, that, that's my so, running joke. I'm like, I see people on their phone when they're driving. I'm like, why don't you just strap it to your fucking face, man? If you're going to just have your face buried in it. Nonstop. 
and I'm not that guy. I'll, I'll plug it in, make sure it's charged. I'll do what I'm asked of. And even then I give a fight about it. Like I don't, it's, it's not the topic of my brain to be like, Oh fuck. I got to record every single instance. Cause they'd get boring. Look at these kids, these generations. I mean, their level of dependency on like, like the internet and mobile devices is uncanny. That's how you could disable an entire generation. If you shut off their cell service and they didn't have phones anymore or social media, I think they would shut down. I don't think they'd know how to live. No, I know some adults like that. Yeah. I mean, I like my phone as much as the next person, but if I'm in a restaurant, I'm focused on the, on the task at hand here. I'm like, I'm fucking hungry. I want this, this, and this. There's just been times when people get to the front and they're like, well, I don't know what I want. It's like, dude, we've been in line for eight minutes and you haven't f- fucking figured this out because you're on goddamn Instagram. Oh. 90% of the people you see in public are buried in their phone. Anywhere you go. You go to the mall, which is a dying trend. Everybody you're out with in public has their phone up or their camera up. or It's insane. I just didn't come from that era. It's amazing how things change, man, because growing up, man, the mall was the place to be as a kid, man. You always wanted your parents to, like, drop you off, and you could hang out at the mall all day. And like you said, they're just they're just disappearing. They had arcades and all kinds of cool stuff. Right. There's no arcades hardly anymore. No. That used to be my favorite thing about uh, we used to visit my, my grandparents in the summer when we were out of school and they lived in Vegas. They'd love to gamble, so they would take us and we'd go to different casinos and we'd go hang out in the arcade and play games while they gambled. And that was like the best thing ever. Those are the best, most fond memories that I have growing up. <coughs> yeah, and you get that all day pay, play pass. <laughs> <laughs> you play arcades until you fall down. I think people are really missing out on like the real life stuff because of, you know, their dependency on mobile devices and electronics and all that stuff. The one thing that I'm having a problem with, I guess, is seeing people fall in love online and never meet each other and, you know, have these emotional connections without any type of physical interaction. That's just a recipe for failure, man. The whole like cyber sex thing and dating and, Man, I, I just don't get it, man. There's so many dating apps and all that kind of stuff, but. Oh, dating apps are gold mines if you know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking to just, you know, get it out there and smash, that's that's the best way to to get it done. I mean, you'll meet a lot of good people, but it's if you know how to, to play the cards right, then, yeah, you, you run through it until you end up married. I'm glad we got the the virtual shit that gets me like you've never met this person and you're, you're telling each other you love each other. It's like it devalues the whole point. Mm -hmm. It's not sleep Seattle. (laughs) The old Tom Hanks movie. I like that movie. Yeah. Classic. And she was hot in that movie. Uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on her name right now, but Jesus, I even own that movie and I'm drawing a blank. The lady in that you, movie, she's gorgeous. You just admitted that. <laughs> I own the notebook, not gonna lie. It's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, did you cry? No, didn't cry, <laughs> but 
felt good. <laughs> the critics are going to eat you up on that. They're going to be like, JB cried. <laughs> he cried. He's crying right now. <laughs> I'm glad we got to go down on a little side road there and, you know, got away from the paranormal for a minute. Cause, man, it's crazy. The stuff going on in your basement is beyond explanation. One day they'll have an explanation for it. I'm confident of that. Some people have even said that it's quite possibly an imp. Um, I'm not familiar with that term, so I have no idea what imp means. My immediate thought goes to that guy dressed in a leather suit with a gag in his mouth on Pulp Fiction. Is that a gimp or? (laughs) Gimp and imp, I guess it rhymes. You know, there's a rap song in there somewhere. Maybe it was just like a, a miscalculation on their part. That's what they meant to say. So with this upcoming video, uh, I guess it's going to be the first in the series of videos uh, about your guys' road trip that you and Rob went on. Uh, what, what, what's this behind-the-scenes vlog? Uh, can you set the scene and let everybody know what they're they're going to be watching here shortly? Um, I mean, it starts out just, you know, traveling through the canyons of Colorado. And there's a really good fishing river and you know, New Mexico ran on the Colorado state border. It was called San Juan. And, you know, what better way to start a 3,500-mile journey than, you know, to catch some trout. So that was the uh, beginning of the the trip. And, you know, as we progressed, we, we got in some of these locations that were known to have activity and, you know, had some pretty dark pasts and, you know, it's, it was kind of putting ourselves in situations to, you know, see if we can feel something like we we did at my house. And uh, a lot of cool stuff along the way. Right. Uh, but nothing. exploration type. <laughs> There's nothing to be found. Just a lot of cool stuff to visually take in. Nothing quite as dark as what you have at home, though. That was your uh, takeaway from that? Yeah, not at all. There was... There's nothing even close. Just a feeling of sadness and anxiety, and it was like when I'm when I'm at home, it's it's a lot more intense. It's not even on the same ball field. Mm-hmm. And what are some? What was the itinerary from your um your trip? So you got you know you kind of dangle the carrot out there. What they're gonna eventually see here in the near future? I mean for. Those that are new, I, I encourage you to watch all the videos. We um, retraced the steps of going through New Orleans and talking with people or trying to, attempting to talk with um, people with the voodoo. Because, again, if you, you watch the videos, you'll you'll see how that all ties in the story. So we spent some time out there and absorbed the culture and, you know, did all that and try to tie up any loose ends on that side that was a failure um but some of the locations that we had went into we got some pretty good evidence and i think through you know viewers going through some of the stuff as well you'll you'll find more and more um it just seemed that everywhere that we sat down and actually tried to you know get evidence that i i was able to capture it um, whether it be an EMF reader going off or motion detector lights or these balls that you literally have to touch and move before they go on. They were just going on nonstop. And if we went looking for it, we found it for sure. It just, it wasn't that evil 
scared panic type feeling it was just like fuck this is sad it's like when you go into a hospital see your grandpa die it was it was sadness and you know like hurt it wasn't anywhere near like oh fuck i have to look around the corner and that's going to be the culmination of your guys's uh, adventure is going to be the sally house is that correct yeah that was the final stop on the adventure it's in kansas and i've watched videos on it that said that it was evil i didn't sense an evil presence at all in that home but what i did sense was it wasn't a child it was just like an angry adult what's the know? story behind that house because i wasn't familiar with it until you guys mentioned it and i'm like oh sally house what do you mean you know what was the backstory and what drew you to that location specifically the headline that said most haunted house in america and the fact that it was in kansas and i live in colorado and I've watched videos on it. Sam and Colby actually were there the very next night after I was able to capture everything on video that I was in that house. And a priest had went in there moments before, you know, my code worked at the door. And I had called the lady at the town and like kind of lit her up. Like, what the fuck are you trying to pull here? I paid for the whole house. <laughs> I don't want other people because there's people coming up to the door and taking photos and it's kind of a spectacle to be honest with you. Everybody in that area knows of that home. Well, this priest had went in there and said, oh yeah, some weird stuff happened up in the nursery. Good luck. And all hell broke loose when I was in there alone. And, you know, she described it exactly how she had happened in the Sally house um, investigation from the Sam and Colby YouTube channel. And we were that team that was in there before <laughs> the day before. So they were in there the day after and it, I'm not going to lie. It was what you would expect from a haunted house bumps in the night and weird shit happening. You can't explain things moving on their own. Like it was definitely active. For sure. And I fell right to sleep. When we had enough and we set the cameras up, plugged in all the stuff so the batteries wouldn't die, I, I was out within five minutes. If that's all I have to deal with is what happens in the Sally house, I'm good with that. <laughs> like, please, let's deal with this. Set up the beds, put the furniture in, let's do this. I would move in there tomorrow comparison of what i did and i think that my reactions um throughout that video will show you that and we uh we uh the last podcast that we did we kind of threw out there that uh maybe quite possibly we're gonna go to the warren museum and visit annabelle <laughs> <You're> fucking mine <laughs> i will try to experience an evil presence and go into you know an open area <laughs> not go visit a specific item that i know has a history of doing bad shit mm -hmm. <laughs> that would just be asking for problems it's like sleeping with a hooker with an std and not wearing a condom <laughs> you know something's gonna happen so how many likes or views or downloads would it take to get you to go visit annabelle Let's throw, let's throw a huge number out there that these people have to hit if they want to see it. 
you want to see me do a video with Annabelle, you it, it's gonna it's gonna be in the seven figures. All right, see, no. I've hit a million to to get me into that home in general because that's what what people don't understand is after having that box. All right, and I I know that there's something not right with it, and the the tin type photo that's in the box uh, signifies enough for everyone who opens it up and sees it and knows that I'm from the Jewish religion. It's there's enough in there to tell a story, and I I know items have a significance in certain things, and to go into a room full of shit like that box. I'm good. Just why would I do that? It makes no sense. It might not be Annabelle that gets me, but it might be a Jack in the box behind me that gets me. Let's mm-hmm. put yourself. It's like playing in traffic, in my opinion. Yeah, I think we threw out a couple other destinations, like maybe uh, the Bo Baggins uh, Museum. I'm not going into Zach Baggins. No, no, that's a no go on that one. That's a no go. He may be able to deal with this shit. Very similar story. We we both experienced some pretty dark stuff and an entity that just won't let go. And just following his story over this last year, I'm good. And he may be able to harness that and has a, a grasp on it. I'm just not that guy right now. I'm not. I'm still struggling with all this. If you want to know the honest to God truth, it's it's very, very difficult and strange and stressful. And that's tough, man. When you got to like work a whole day of work and then know that you're going to go home and get no peace. I mean, that's got to just be a, a level of anxiety that uh, has never been experienced before when you just know that kind of shit's going to take place. Yeah. And it's amazing what you get used to, man. I, I hope for the bumps and the scrapes and the doors slamming and the cabinets opening. I, I'm good with that. I can sleep through that. I can conduct normal life. It's it's when it physically is like, all right, you want to ignore me? Oh, I'll try it now. And, you know, it's challenging at times, like physically and, you know, literally. It's, it challenges me, like, come on. And that's why I'm not in any of the comments. Yeah, that would be tough to not only experience the negative stuff you're experiencing, but then have to read the negative comments about people that just are ignorant to the whole situation. That's That would be nerve-wracking, in my opinion. It, it is. And again, like <clears throat> using outsources like this is what's made it easier because you talk about it. You You literally get to talk about it. And with people who are like-minded, like, yeah, what, dude, I feel you. <laughs> like, I'm going to go through some shit, too, tonight. And I, I like listening to your story because I'm not alone now. And you, you might get that extra 10 minutes of sleep without waking up. You hear a loud bang, you know, usually. And that's what's scary about it is, you know, I, I'm so used to going through stuff like that. If somebody was to try to break in my home, I'd sleep through it. Because I would think, oh, no, that's that's normal. And then, you know. Is there any correlation? Later, I'm, I'm in the middle of a home invasion that I heard going on. But it's it's a normal sound to me. Like, 
fuck. It sounds like my house is getting ready to shake apart. If somebody breaks in, you just say, hey, bro, all my valuables are down in the basement. Good luck getting into that safe down there. Oh, <laughs> and honestly, with that type of negativity, who knows what would happen? I know that I feel safer at home than I did anywhere on that trip. Oh, that's interesting. Was that mm-hmm. just, you know, fear of like other people or? It's just the whole environment of it. I'm not that type of guy. I don't go out and do stuff like this. Like, it's just not something that I'm into. What's weird is like everybody uses that uh, most haunted location, most haunted house, all that kind of nonsense. Because I always thought like one of the most haunted houses is obviously the Amityville house, which I think we talked about that as a potential location in the future. And then um, like the Vasilia Axe Murder House. I'm sure you've heard of that. That's a, a kind of a big thing. It's these these mainstream haunts, man. Like what I'm looking for, and I, I challenge anyone that listens to this, if you know somebody who goes through this type of stuff genuinely, that will refuse to talk about it, send us their information, put me in front of them. I got a, a, a world of knowledge that I, I'm not afraid to reach out. Like I've, I've done a lot of things and I can tell them a different perspective, but let me feel that. Yeah. Bring me that. I'll pay for everything. I'll come there and just prove it to compare notes kind of thing see if there's any similarities or stuff like that and if if i can fill it and i i know what you're going through at that moment then i know what kind of help to ask for and i know how to you know go about things moving forward and it's it's the community aspect it's not like i'm going to use it and i'm not saying anything it's like hey this is what worked for me but like i've said from the beginning i don't ask anybody to believe this but if you, if you are on board with it, then all this stuff's like a thumbprint. They're all different. There's no way to classify anything and lump anybody into a group. They try to do that with, you know, just alive human beings. And it, it never pans out because everyone's got that extra twitch about them that the next person doesn't have. That's what makes it unique. And I, I truly believe that all of the people who go through stuff like this, each and every one of them are identifiably different. And it affects their psycholo- you know, psychological aspect a much different way than it would be somebody who has this type of experience. And I can tell you that much I, I, I do know. And you've always been a proponent of like good mental health and seeking help and talking to people and getting that stuff out there. And it seems like to me the the correlation between people that are suffering similar like situations to yourself or phenomenon is they, they endure it in silence. And is is that a good way to, to live or what would you suggest people do in that situation? It's absolutely not a good way to live because it leads to substance abuse I would say first, and then you, you start to be self-destructive, you know, and and this is just something that I've, I've noticed throughout talking with people and things that I've experienced personally. It, It starts out with bottling that shit up and putting it on a shelf and never bringing it up again. 
And over time, that shelf gets full. So you start filling up other shelves and it's easy to turn to a bottle of Kettle One and a bottle of Sprite. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it numbs it enough to where you're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then there's times that it's so intense when you're drunk that it sobers you up like a bump of cocaine. What kind of outlets would you suggest to people? Everybody's a little bit different. Obviously, you've got a good hobby in like fishing, which we you know we tie in with uh, the behind the scenes vlog that's coming out. Um, would you suggest like shrinks? Would you suggest like maybe support groups? What would you suggest to people? As far as medically, it um, just be careful what you say. If you hear voices and you can identifiably say, hey, this isn't my head going off because I, you know, my door slams to my bathroom (laughs) type shit after I hear a voice and it's not talking directly to you to where it's like a conversation. Don't you just don't tell people that because then they're going to immediately put you on psychotics, which is like schizophrenia and stuff like that. It's a a deep sedative that keeps you in a basically a trance it's a heavily medicated state of mind so you don't want to intentionally do that to yourself because that's when people genuinely start to think you're crazy so when when i say educate yourself to know how to ask for the right help (laughs) that's that's precisely what i mean and then you'll know how to go into your counselor and you'll know how to approach those types of conversations Keep the common, obvious, wow type shit out of your mouth when you're talking about it. That's that's like a, you know, that's a good takeaway. You know, don't live or don't, you know, live in fear or silence. You know, get the story out there. Talk to somebody. Get it off your chest. But a like-minded person. So when you start to open up about it and you start to talk about it, people are like, oh, my God. And they can identify it with other people that are like-minded with you. That is the key thing, because if you go into a a general psychiatrist or even a counselor and you're like, holy shit, there's dark shadows going in my bedroom, there's fucking doors slamming, there's voices in my head, like I can hear voices throughout my house, they're going to put you on some heavy meds. They're going to be like, yeah, this motherfucker's losing it, he's a a potential threat to society, so we're going to put him on this red list motherfuckers hearing shit and seeing dark figures and then they immediately jump to a p test like oh okay this is meth or you know whatever the fuck else it is like you know people who don't sleep you know that's a a hallucination that's brought on by sleep deprivation there's there's so many things that i've looked into you know and then when you say stuff like this and then you pop clean on a, a positive you know piss tests where there's no drugs or positive you're not a drug addict then it's immediately a mental disorder or a chemical imbalance or you know a psychotic issue so just be careful how you you use your words and the first thing you got to do is face it (laughs) provide proof to yourself and that somebody else can look at well they believe it or not at least you know that what you're going through can be seen on a camera that, that brings a sense of relief that you'll never be able to replace. It's like, yeah, now I know I'm not tripping. 
It's crazy that like insomnia seems to be one of the common denominators uh, associated with like phenomenon like you're experiencing. There's enough tranquilizers out there, man, that you get your sleep and when it still happens, it's not sleep phenomenon. Sleep deprivation is the number one cause of, you know, hallucination from what I've been heard. Mm-hmm. Things that I've done. So, you know, having any sort of imbalance or mental, you know, disability, you know, can cause a variety of those mixtures. What's interesting that you also said is you said it talk it doesn't talk to you, it talks of you and about you, which is like a kind of like a form of almost like psychological like manipulation or even torture in, in some ways. Is that how you view that or is it just like this thing's Again, fucking weird? I, I invite people to come in and, you know, get their own evidence. And that's a very rare occasion, but I, I do. Personally, I've never heard it say my name. You know, I, I've heard things on boxes and, you know, the spirit ways, but I mean, let's, let's live in reality. If, if you can download an app on your phone that communicates with the dead, then we'd have a lot more believers, what you say. Mm-hmm. So you don't what, believe in like the necrophonic did, app or job that gets online and communicates with like Gabby Petito and said that she was dead. And, you know, I, that that's the, the type of shit that you have to avoid because there are people out there that take advantage of the moment. And that's why it's so hard to find genuine help because there's everyone out there like, Oh fuck, this is a viral video. This is my chance. And then it, it shuts a lot of doors to people who are really going through stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, 99 people want to take advantage of you, and that one person out of 100 genuinely wants to help you. So it's really tough. And that thing has run some good people out of your life, and you've alluded to that before. Like, you know, it it made JC run out of your house in, like, a panic. (laughs) Yeah, there's a video of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's a big guy, too. And for him to move that quick... I'm sorry, you, you can't act. <laughs> Watch the videos of it. Mm-hmm. He, he's a good actor. He's not at all. He's just raw. He stumbles on his words just like anybody that has a camera in front of their face. Like, this was not intended to be some polished up fucking version of a story. It's 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 going to happen how, you know, you, you see it. Like, if you were standing here, a part of it. And yeah, to see somebody run out of here and try to hold a door for what? <laughs> what was he holding the door for? Yeah, it's not like what he couldn't go he through the door. That he thought, hey, if I hold this shut, then I'm good. Like, think about that. <laughs> like, there's so much going on in that short clip of him running out of that basement. It's hard for me to follow. What would possess you to think that you could hold the door shut? What did you see that convinced you that bad that if you held the door shut, it would stay down there? And the one thing everybody wants to know, they're like, what did he see down there? What did he hear down there? And it's like, uh, we'll just never know. Out of him, that's a million-dollar question. Yeah. None of us know. I mean, that's... And if it was some show, knowing the direction that this, this channel could go... And if it was about money and, you know, having your 15 minutes, why haven't you seen him again? Exactly. <laughs> like, seriously. He why? Looked, 
He legitimately saw walk away from something like that. Shit that you know is going to end around the travel channel because you had to sign a release and to walk away from something that could be very profitable. He's just like, you know what? (laughs) Fuck you. Not coming to your crib. We're always going to be friends. I'll always help you out in the way that I can. He'll always be a part of my channel. But whenever you have something like that happen to you, and it's kind of like Devin, man. Like that night that him and I were on that live, and that wasn't even a live. That was just FaceTime and him and I. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how he's acted since then. He's number two, man. He saw and, something that legitimately, like, freaked him out and changed him in ways that can't even describe. Welcome to the club. Get in the line. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I have these powers and I can see shit. And then they see something that's going on in my house. And they're like, oh, yeah. You know, and they want to hide in the corner and freak out. Like, oh, my God, this is real. When I die, something bad's going to happen or really good. I better change my ways. Because if you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil, right? Right. So if evil exists, then it would make sense that good exists. And it might not be so far-fetched when you see something that's evil and you hear hissing and moaning. And I, I, the amplified audio that you sent me, like, I, I've never heard anything directly like that. There was nothing down there. That was crickets. And if I crickets. was to send you, like, the, uh, the, the sound file and the profile, or just looking at the sound file, you'll see it just starts out as a straight line unless Devin's talking. And then it yeah. starts to pick up on these like little like one dot blips, and then it eventually goes to two and three, and then it starts going into the negative and into the positive, and it's like this thing is off the scale as far as like vocal range. Well, yeah, that's I don't have anything to hide, and if I can project my voice like that and had all the equipment, man, you'd see a lot nicer house. <laughs> now they're gonna say that you're a ventriloquist, man. <laughs> Right. They can speak in different tones that don't register as anything human online. Like, yeah, that's just JB throwing, throwing his voice again. A very wealthy man. Because <laughs> I can defy your equipment. So tell me how, how you do the woman's voice then, man. I've never seen a man get that high after puberty. <laughs> well, the simple fact is, is I slam my balls in a drawer. <laughs> And keep doing it until right before that urge where you're going to pass out. And then it's like, uh, then I take a dose of helium and then I try not to pass out. And then I create those devilish laughs. So anybody out there that wants to create a viral video, just slam your balls in a drawer until you pass out and then eat the helium and you can achieve voices that are out of this world. That could be the new TikTok challenge. Uh, I told a guy one time, one of my buddies, he was like, yeah, I want to get a vasectomy because I just don't want any kids. I said, well, I can give you a a free one, man. I'll have you you sit on the uh, roof of my car and dangle your boys between the door, and I'll just slam the door shut real quick, man. We'll leave it, you know, pinched in there for a few minutes, and, you know, if you pass out, you pass out, man. Right, yeah, but at least, you know, when you wake up, it's going to hurt for a minute, but you might. (laughs) Accomplish your goal. <laughs> but if you want to hit that high pitch, man, you got to get both nuts at the same time. And that's an even kill. You have to like 
like thrust inwards while you're slamming the door. Like you got to push in and move your hips at the same time. So you get both of those nuts and then you can giggle like that. I promise. Yeah. It's just people that uh, come up with these stupid theories. They don't use any kind of common sense because I'm under the impression that common sense isn't that common anymore. No, not at all. And if you knew my wife, if you expected a noise like that to come out of her, you clearly don't know my life situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's capable of hitting pitches like that if she's not at work. Literally. Yeah, I imagine you screaming like a little girl before she ever would, and that's how I picture it. Yes. And she <laughs> like, come on, come on, man, come on, man. And I'm the fuck out of the house, like, fuck you. Could you imagine I would put that? Put her down and throw her down. So that whatever is in here would get her before I would take the beating. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, honey, not today. Because you've even said it before, like the neighbors have heard the activity, like the loud bangs and shit. Imagine if they came over and they're like, yeah, we heard a woman scream. And like your wife was like, oh, yeah, that was my husband. <laughs> we live in a military neighborhood that's directly located behind a military base here in Colorado. And we have very upstanding neighbors. You know, they're all military people, well, well groomed, of course, and lawns are perfect. And you know, they're just your average, normal people that have that military, uh, you know, ma mentality. And he has come over here on a number of occasions, concerned that we were either building in the um, the basement, like putting up walls and stuff, because of the amount of the noise that was coming out of there. Or, you know, something else that was shady was going on. He came and confronted me about it. Like, what's going on, man? Well, there's a number of times I could have called the cops, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I don't see you guys that much. You're really quiet. We're private people. You know, we, we're not the type that's kind of run out of the front of the house and greet you at the sidewalk to say, oh, hey, neighbor. We're not those people. We're incredibly busy. We both have full-time jobs and careers, not just, you know, work that we do because that's how we pay our bills. It's, it's a career choice, what each of us do. And, you know, for them to come up and talk to a neighbor that they don't necessarily talk to a lot, you know, it, it stands out that it's, it's just not me. And, you know, like I pointed out, a number of times they've heard stuff, I'm not home. Because like I said, I'm not above making money in any way. And if it alleviates me from having to come home when I'm alone, I'll, I'll work two, three jobs. I, I don't care. It does not bother me. At least when I'm home, it's right around the time that my wife would be home. So it's it's a little easier to go at it two on one than one on two. <laughs> so, you know, I hear a woman and a man and I'm, I'm just sitting here alone, alone with my thoughts. Like, I'd much rather take that angle, like wait till, you know, the strong presence of the family gets here and, you know, let her do her thing and I can get some sleep. Yeah, we're not talking like townhomes here, like you share a wall with somebody. We're talking about like no. standalone homes and these bangs are so friggin' loud and the fact that you're near an Air Force base, and I'm sure you're hearing sonic booms day in and day out. Dog fighting, everything like that. That's that's what's right behind us. And for for it to be that loud where it shakes the exterior where people are like, holy fuck, did you hear that? That's, that's nerve-wracking. 
They come in and look. I have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. Come on. You want to see some scary shit? Watch this video. <laughs> You'll never come knock on my door again. It's sure shit. Never happened. Right. And you've talked to, in numerous videos on how that thing can just like drain batteries and kill like certain electronics just by, you know, it in the being... basement in general. You saw it with your own eyes. Devin experienced it. Like there's nothing that you can take down there fully charged that will stay charged the whole time. I had to have that laptop or iPad plugged in that whole live experiment with uh, Devin. unless i did that there would be nothing live that would be down there from time to time my phone will tough it out just depends on how close to that corner i get it and that's why the live actually the first time didn't work because something was pulling that shit right out of the wall It, it pulled it out of the wall and it killed the battery dude how long were we on the phone letting that charge right to have it go down in the basement what was it three minutes yeah (laughs) <laughs> and be completely dead to where we had to pause it, let it get back to power, and then keep it plugged in, and it still froze. Yeah. Right after you you see that thing come into frame, which it's not shy. It wants to be seen, or else it could have just avoided that camera. It looked like something you would see on Minecraft. Yeah, it was like... It- you can tell it looked it. like a figure that you would see that was dark on Minecraft. It was pixelated. It walked directly in front of the camera. And unless you can teach me how to freeze uh, an iPad, it froze the frame. As soon as it walked by, as soon as it walked by and hit that wall, it was gone and the, the video cut. The audio was still there, but the video wasn't. And that's when I turned it off. Like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, just walking around hissing and throwing shit and breaking glass. I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, that thing was not happy that uh, it had nobody there to really, like, affect physically in person. Oh, if Devin was here, he would have had a a rough night. That would have been a a JC-type experience to where you don't come back. And you said you had a rough night that night, right? That thing was acting out all throughout the night? For a few days, yeah, definitely. That's what like that's very... it tried to show its dominance. Like I you know, I, I run the show, uh, you know, as I'm learning. It's either, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're both at a stalemate, whatever it is. There seems to be like a correlation between it acting out and like the nights you're on the podcast or the nights you're doing Dino with the Devil um, down in the basement or upstairs or you're doing like live Q&As or anytime you are like doing something, it seems to act out shortly afterwards. Yeah, and it's just I don't like to talk about it because then I have to relieve it, relive it all the time and then that's what makes things even worse it's it's like the media man they they pump your head full of shit all the time with the same stuff over and over and over and over so when i live my life nothing but paranormal then i repeat the same process over and over and over and over so when you add diversity into it and you don't live your life surrounding something like this, it's, it's helped. 
you know, when your experiences, you know, start to spread out, they definitely don't leave, but they are more intense. There's not so many of them. It's like, it always has to show like, listen, motherfucker, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> You're not off the hook. There was even an instant where like that thing killed all the power to your house. Oh, the house was dead. Right. You said everybody else in the block power. You're here in the middle and you got nothing. So right that, in the middle. Yeah, if that doesn't right. demonstrate the reach of that thing, I don't know what does. And your neighbors are sitting there like, what the fuck is that? Breakers are fine. And you have neighbors that are genuine and concerned, like, what's going on in there, motherfucker? I'm like, seriously, are you out of your mind? Like, oh man, I'm trying to sleep when that's happening. I'm not even here. I left for a month and they had no idea. Thought we were just hammering away down there. Anything physical except at work because she's a workaholic. But as far as swinging a jackhammer around that weighs more than she does, it's not going to happen. You know, and to make noise like that, her little ass would have to be parking that car into that foundation from about 25 miles an hour. Is there like levels of activity where, like, you would say X, Y, and Z is like normal stuff, and then, you know, ABC is like medium, and then there's like, you know, EFG, which is just off the scale shit. It's the smell that brings on the worst. So that would be like the extreme where you just like, fuck this. I can't take it. I got to get out. The smell just means that it's like building a high likelihood of something physical happening. And I'm not going to get into that because I already know people think I'm crazy and that I embellish this stuff. But, um, I would just rather not talk about the level that it can reach if you don't heed its warnings. And it always fires a warning shot before something gets bad. But when you smell something and it's in the middle of the night and it wakes you up, you leave. I've learned that the hard way. Let's just put that way. Yeah, and the video that you put out where that thing was in your room and it fucking materializes and you run straight fucking through it and people are still like oh no that's not realistic it's like well how the fuck did he green screen that you dickhead and not only that why would he run directly at it (laughs) yeah the door right behind it where do you want me to go i'm gonna try to make a break for the door and I'm like I've said a number of times, try to grab a hold of a big dude that's scared and running. Try to grab a hold of me. Unless you're another big guy to stop me in my tracks, it's going to take a hell of a fucking time to get me on the ground or fuck with me. I dropped a shoulder, lowered my head, and fucking ran right at the door. And you know what? I made it to it. Because the door that leads out of this fucking house is through the end of that door that that thing stood up in front of. And I'm not going to try to hide in my bedroom in a fucking dead end. You kidding me? It's not a fucking scary movie. <laughs> I'm going to try to go for the end exit, which is through that door. And I'm going to choose that every time. You my mean- natural instincts is to get out of the house. And there is only one way to do that without risking serious bodily injury through jumping through a window. And if I had to jump through a window every time that I seen a dark figure in my home, I, I, I'd i be broke. The immediate picture I got when you were telling that uh, that part of the uh, story is a uh, member on Seinfeld when George Costanza throws down a bunch of kids at that birthday party trying to get out when the fire breaks out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Dude, 
You left us behind. You. I was the leader. Somebody had to be the leader. (laughs) That that moose video online, this, this kid and his dad are out and they were recording. I think it was his mom recording. And this big ass moose come rushing out of the brush. The dad throws the kid on the ground (laughs) and takes off running. (laughs) And that moose kicked the shit out of that kid. (laughs) Just fucking mauled him. And the dad's like, nope, he took it. Do you think as he was running away, he's like, I can have more kids. (laughs) Uh, It's a natural instinct. And for people to say that it's fake based on the fact that I ran directly at it. Fuck you. You go ahead and try to grab my scared 230 pound ass charging straight at you. I'm, I'm fully capable of running through some sheetrock. If I'm going to get out of the house, that's the only way out. You're going to have to take me with you. I don't think people truly understand that. Like if they've never been in a fight or flight type of situation, whether it be like a mugging or uh, what else could we attribute with that? Maybe like a car crash or something like that. If they've never been in a situation like that, they don't know how they're going to act. Playing tag. Trying to get out of a you know, hostile situation in a grocery store. The only way out is one way. That's where you go. Watch every video of people fleeing in fear. They will stomp each other to get through the one exit. (laughs) It's not an uncommon reflex to run towards the exit, no matter what's standing in front of it. The people I question are the ones that hide under their bed or in their closet with no way out. Fuck you. How stupid do you think we all are? You would put yourself in a closet with one way in and out with something that's trying to block you from the exit of the whole home? No. I'd take my chances of facing it head up, (laughs) running at it in a full-blown sprint from my bed than I would trying to hide under my bed or blanket or in my fucking closet. (laughs) What am I going to do there? Yeah, it's obviously got its... And you're standing in my way. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I've ran a number of people over in my life playing high school, college football. I have no hesitation of running your ass over either. I don't care if you're my wife pulling a prank or something that's fucked up that's, you know, trying to possess you. You're going to have an issue blocking that door because that's my way out. That's my natural instinct, the one exit of my home. Sounds a lot like that scenario uh, that they always talk about. If you're in the woods with your friend or friends and you come across like a grizzly bear and they're like, well, you know, how are you going to escape? Well, I only have to run faster than one or two other people to escape, essentially. Exactly. And you know which way to run. And that's in the same direction as everybody else that you know you're faster than. But that's why people survive and some people don't. You're either a leader or you're the shit eater. There's no in between. Because most people will follow the one guy that's like, this doesn't make sense. So I'm going to run towards the exit. And then the rest of the people are like, oh, he's fleeing through the door, the exit. It's right there. Boom. And then they follow in course. And George Costanza, Costanza was the leader. He made that abundantly clear in that video. Oh, my God. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't uh, hasn't watched Seinfeld, you're definitely missing out on some great humor in that, that series. Still relevant today. 
Because when did that show end? Like in the late nineties, or was it even in two thousands? If I had the, a dollar for every time I masturbated to Rachel, <laughs> you'd have went blind. Well, Is that what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> I beat my dick raw to that chick. <laughs> you'd have a million dollars and be blind in one eye. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that movie, Delivery Man? No, I can't say that I have. Okay, so it's a Vince Vaughn movie, and the, the plot of the story is, is this guy has had a rough time his entire life. Comes from a family that owns a small business, and he's just the fuck up. He's got a job because his family owns a company and keeps him with one. But he does a series of bad things along the way, and he chronically masturbates and donates sperm. And he, he made like 36,000 bucks in one year doing it. Well, just so happens that it was a high quality sperm and he had a profile that fit what most parents want, tall, dark hair, light eyes. Well, they gave it to over 500 women. Oh man, this ain't going to end good, is it? Yeah. And sometime later, 146 of those kids wanted to meet their biological father and sued and try to get that anonymity law, you know, thrown out and have to disclose the name of their father, which was a, a sperm donor. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about a fucked up movie with anxiety, my friend? How would you do if you had 146 kids out of 500 that are like, yeah, I want to meet this guy? Oh, man, I think I have a heart attack up. or a meltdown. Not, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be in the puzzle factory for the next, you know, probably permanently. <laughs> it was a good story. And, you know, as somebody who'd be strong minded and open to that kind of stuff, I, I personally think that I would have died of a heart attack or possibly an anxiety attack that would have put me into a coma. If I had 146 kids suing to want to know my name to get to know their father, <laughs> I'd be like, I did not sign up for this. It was 95 bucks a shot into that cup, and I'd do it five times a week. So, yeah, that's how I ate, bought gas, <laughs> did everything I needed to do by jerking off. You fucks came because I did the deed into a cup looking at a porno <laughs> or Better Homes and Gardens magazine. <laughs> I figured sportsmen's or like uh, Baitmaster or something like that. I, that's what I would have bet <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, maybe not where you're from. Like, ooh, look at those lures. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> those barbs. Oh, the barbs. <laughs> Dig in deeper. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, a little, uh, little pain during that. <laughs> pain and pleasure. <laughs> We're starting to head down the lap dancing lattes. <laughs> well, there's a good video for you. You know how, like, people on YouTube do the... um like the shot collar pain videos. And then like some of the couples do like the vibrating panties video. You do a video yeah. called pain and pleasure. You put the shot collar on, she puts the panties on and you guys swap remotes. And uh, yeah, you vlog yourself that whole day and let's, uh, let's see what kind of content comes out of that. What happens? <laughs> would you inflict more pain or would she inflict more pain or would you inflict more pleasure? That's the question everybody wants answered. Depends on who you are. <laughs> <laughs> if you 
be freaky. You'd be like, this is gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I just, I hate having to watch my mouth. I'm 39. I got old ways, and I don't mean to offend people, but it's so hard not to use the old verbiage. It's, it's kind of hard to keep up nowadays. I don't want to offend people, but at the same time, I don't care. Where would that put me in the category of people? Yeah, there's no censorship here, man. Podcasts are, are free speech. Well, in that case, let me tell you about some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think, in my opinion, why people have so much like criticism of the paranormal world is because they have that Hollywood expectation of, you know, the shit that they put out there and they, they sensationalize everything and it's all over the top. And I think that's why there's a lot of criticism associated with like real events like yourself. Reaction. You can't fake a reaction. No. You can't. Because if that was the case, I'd be the best actor in horror movies ever. Yeah. And you'd be a very good dog trainer because how, you, how are you uh, instructing your dogs to react to the, <laughs> the stuff that's going on? Little asshole fucking dependent dogs that literally follow you everywhere through the house except the basement. The cat will wander down there from time to time, but I, I don't even think a demon would mess with him because he's big and he's kind of a prick. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, I'm moving through. Don't worry. And cat's kind of got that I don't give a shit attitude anyways. So it's saying, yeah, I see you, whatever. I've shown you the picture of Nacho. Mm-hmm. And when he gets up and just strolls into the room, he's like, I'm not dealing with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you say at that point? It's like, even the cat don't want to fuck with it tonight. Like, I'm leaving. Yeah, he's just yeah. looking you in the eye like, get me a can of tuna there before you bail out, buddy. <laughs> well, and to be honest with you, if you watch some of the videos, I've said that. I got... I got Maverick on an adoption from Kate's sister who had to relocate, you know, at a sudden's notice. And um, he's young. He barks. He hears shit he doesn't like. And, you know, he, he yaps. He's a barker. And like I said, keep in mind, this dog will bark through a bark collar. Yeah, and that's saying something. When you're getting the Weird. shit like shocked out of you and you're still going ape shit, you, yeah. you know and, there's and something fucked up on the other videos. end of that. Oh, the dog would have had more of a reaction. Abu is deaf and blind and 14 years old. I get the young buck in here. I have to lock him up because they'll piss all over the house. He gets so scared. And then you heard him in the fucking the kennel. Like, he, he ain't playing. He's, he's terrified. <laughs> that wasn't a normal bark. That was like, oh, my God. Yeah, and that yeah, that dog sound anguished. Like this is the worst thing that's ever come to me, and I don't know if I can get through it. Is what I, I was kind of mentally picturing. Like I said, if if you guys want to learn how to fake videos and learn, you know, master technicians of dogs, you know, and cats showing like no interest in terrified atmosphere, then you give us a call. And I also got some beachfront property out here in Denver that you can buy. <laughs> you might get some serious inquiries about that. Hey, dude, I'm good with that. Like, seriously, my family's got land. If you if you want to believe that nonsense, then it it was an ocean at one time. It's beachfront. Come buy it. It's gonna be seven hundred thousand times higher than anywhere you'll buy on the planet, but you'll you'll enjoy it. 
So nice. anyways, speaking of for sale, you got a certain item that's going to go on for uh, up for sale here real soon. I am going to get rid of the box. Yes. Which that is a and, good thing. We've all. And the reason why I'll put a high reserve onto it because I would like a serious inquirer and a serious buyer to buy it. And I, I wish them the best of luck. And if that's, it's kind of like that movie VHS or the ring, you watch the movie and then you pass it on to get rid of it. Right. And this is not for novices here. So that's why, yeah. like, you, Hey, JB you want to be motherfucker and buy the box and you go ahead. Right. Like I said, I'll dish it onto, you. No problem. I don't know your ass money. All spends the same. Fuck off. Good luck. Yep. But be <laughs> warned. I'll put the description on eBay. Be warned. It's been in the field. This. Watch the videos first. Mm-hmm. Listen to the podcasts. If you're dumb enough and have at it, I wish you luck. And, you know, I'm not going to be pushing over some concrete circle on a well anytime soon either. Mm-hmm. Everybody just be warned. If that's something you decide you want to bid on, it has been in the field. It has been had activity around it. So it's more It has than... plenty of documentation, both physical and video. So if there's anything more than you need, then, hey, like I said, you go ahead and take that burden off me. You want to be a dumbass like Devin? Call him up and ask him what happens when you fuck around with things that you're not aware of. Call up Devin, and he'll tell you verbatim, fuck that. You want to buy the box? Have at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people... May it be the best person. That's all I say. <laughs> I don't want it to go in a museum. I want it to go to one of these dickhead pricks that sit there and like, oh, this isn't real. I have enough money to know. Like, really? <laughs> Buy the box. Yeah. Come on. Take a chance. Take the chance. Roll the dice. <laughs> you roll the dice on your uh, your you know ex-wife, which was a mail order bride. <laughs> you roll the dice on this box. If you need any more proof. Call anybody that does this type of work and put it through the test with the box and you can have fun with it. Call Devin. <laughs> he was so mad about that, but told him not to ask the name and he did. So I didn't feel bad after that. It's like, yeah, he had it coming. Yeah, that was crazy. What he was going to do. Devin and I are very, very similar in personality. When it comes to fuck you, try me. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that I, I don't have that type of fear. Devin, after going through the same thing, he he clammed up like the first time I saw it. And that was your reaction the first ever time that it materialized? You were just like, what the fuck? I don't know what to say. Or oh, I, I can't make that. a sound. because like, What do you do at that point? Like, I am really in need of medicine or shit is going down. You were just you so like start really with think fear. like I'm I'm losing it. I'm losing it. That must have been like a sense of relief though after you caught it on camera and you were like, Okay, take a look at this and tell me if you see something and the first time somebody saw something, you're probably like, Okay, I'm not fucking crazy. No, the the moment I showed Steve and he was like, Yeah, I've seen that too, man. It's like, thank God. And then you get a whole new sense of entitlement. Like, all right, well, I know I'm not crazy, even though people will say that. At least I'm not the only one that's seen it. 
and then you you don't feel as bad you're like yeah finally you know motherfucker finally came out and said hey yeah i see the same shit dude i can't believe you got it on film it's like yeah man it's it it leads up it's it's a series of small stuff at first and like i said if it amplifies to an odor i leave get my car i go for a drive i do a big loop come home hour and a half hour later if the smell's still here i do it again and that's like kind of like your personal form of like de-escalation um I'm out. I'll be back later. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, it's just like not tonight. No. And then there's times I'll sit down and be like, all right, do your best. Let's do this. And it just depends where I'm at mentally. Hmm. Be honest. There's times I don't want to spend, I mean, at $3 and 56 gallon or 56 cents a gallon, it, it's, it's costly to go drive loops until an odor goes away. There's times that it's just like you're tired, you're mentally exhausted from work, you know, you know, you have a lot of shit to do the next day. You just want to get some good sleep, eat some dinner, and you you force yourself to do that. Like, this is my fucking house. Why should I have to drive around till it feels like it doesn't want to fuck with me? And there's days that I, I pay for that dearly and then there's days like i feel like i won i got you motherfucker i got you sucker (laughs) (laughs) and those like victories gotta feel good when you're like yeah i overcame this thing or i beat it tonight and yeah eat a dick basically no i'm not gonna lie for every victory there's a horrible loss yeah there is and victories may be small and short-lived but i'll take them as i can get them you're right but You can't learn to win unless you lose, and I'm really used to losing that. But you are, like, essentially playing the long game, right? I don't see a short solution to this, and I'm sure you don't see a short solution to this either because you've been dealing with it eight years already, and there's no telling how long this is going to go on. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how to describe what my long game and short game is. Uh, with something like this, you have to live day to day. You can either pull out a camera and broadcast your entire life and go through the uh, the personal humiliation from people calling you full of shit to, you know, the agony of having to go through it and getting a video of it. Or you can do like I do. You give bits and pieces. You don't talk a lot. And, you know, you, you provide content as you see it when you know you pick you pick your battles wisely. And I, I would say I'm in that phase right now as I'm, I've got a lot of battles going on and I'm, I'm going to choose wisely. And for like all the viewers out there, everybody seems to have their own, like, you know, suggestions on how to deal with this thing and all that. Eat, and, unless you bring something logical to the table and it's not involved with Jesus Christ and prayer breeds and, you know, shit like that. I've already went down that route. I appreciate it, but you know, if you want something legitimized, then I, I've tried so much. Has anything helped that was suggested by the viewers? Has it all been like a negative impact on on you going forward? Honestly, I, I got pretty personal in one of my lives the other night. And one of the things that I emphasize that I hope all the viewers that listen to this podcast and watch my content 
going on this incredible journey with us understand. I, I'm I'm always going to give it to you raw, and I, I don't like to relive it. And if you want to get the gist of it and hear me chat, you you got to come on platforms like this because it's a, a personal thing. Like I try to provide to, you know, the Dino Nuggets viewers is you have to have that one-on-one -on -one and I don't like to talk about it. Mm -hmm. you know, the Discord fans, I'm sorry, you're not, you're never going to see me in there. I have to live this routinely. I have an outlet. I have Rob, I have Tim, I have search outside that. As far as this goes, it doesn't happen. Unfortunately, you got a very... And Dino Nuggets because I have a professional life. Can you imagine what my bosses would think if they tuned into YouTube and seen my ugly mug fucking talking about ghosts. Can you imagine what that would do if my office had found that out? Really think about the repercussions of that. Unfortunately, you have a very supportive wife. I mean, you know, just by the few interactions I've had with her, I can tell that she uh, she's very strong. <laughs> we have that reverse role, like I've always said. Like, I'll hold the purse and make sure nothing gets dirty while she's tearing up a mountain and going through lakes at 95 miles an hour in a razor. What would you do if she got you, like, a fanny pack for Christmas, like, here? And now you can put all my, my stuff in your fanny pack. <laughs> I, I, I might not wear it, but I'd store shit in it. <laughs> you live in Colorado, and I, who doesn't need a weed pouch while fishing? <laughs> so I would find... Uh, a non-evasive way to actually utilize it. Maybe while I was out on the river fly fishing. <laughs> so, so I used to know a guy that wore one of don't those. Don't judge me, Tim. <laughs> and he didn't, he's like, I don't call it a fanny pack. I call it a dick bag. And you can tell by that <laughs> description what I keep in there. <laughs> he's like, if the, the old lady wants to unzip it, she's going to get the surprise of her life. It may not be impressive, but it's going to be a surprise. It'll be alive and wiggle. <laughs> well, we're getting close to the two-hour mark here. I think that's yeah, a pretty good, you know, update set, uh, you know, update session for all the viewers and that good stuff. Um, that being said, where do you foresee the channel going in the future? You know, that's up to the viewers, I guess. There's only so much you can record. If you guys want good quality evidence, just understand that it takes time. Subscribe, like, check in every once in a while because you never know when that video may be out there. But honestly, with something like this, I've gotten to a point that it would run itself. Yeah, and it, it will always be around me. If you, if you ever want to find out what's going on, it's been a while. Just wait. You know, good things take time. It's not made overnight. Yeah. And the fact Barely that we're it. diversifying the content now is gonna it's gonna benefit the viewers in more ways than they can possibly understand. Well, now that we're getting the word out and we're doing podcasts and we got videos going on and we're on other aspects of social media and we have other people going on with the Discord and spreading the word, <clears throat> just stick with like-minded people. That's it. Right. If you like the content and you like to hear us talk and you want to have the opportunity to get in front of us, that you have plenty of options. You got GHP, you got us, 
you know, talking on dino nuggets or dino with the devil. And, you know, the, the things that I see moving forward is that we're going to consolidate and make everything two different entities. Um, I, I am on a quest and I will take myself around the planet to look for that, that feeling that I get at home. Cause I'm convinced that I, it's something that only I go through. So it's hard to ask for the right help if, if I'm the only one going through it. So through time, I will experience that, you know, and I enjoy having people come along for the ride and I appreciate all of the subscribers, but a lot of what's going to come up and, you know, with the podcast aspect of it, it's, it's nice to have the outlet and I would like to do a lot more of that action just cause, you know, at this point I, I get gratification on, you know, if I can say one thing or relate to one thing that would help somebody, then I'm doing something right. And if I had a lot more people to choose from, I think that that would serve everybody good just to have an outlet on two different sites to be able to talk about the paranormal. And then as we've described on this lap dances and lattes allows you to step out of that realm and then any realm that you want to come at us. So, you know, I implore all the viewers from Dino with the Devil and Dino Nuggets 741, TikTok, YouTube, um, and here at GHP, you know, leave a comment, you know, let us know what you want us to discuss because the open platform's going to be on that, uh, you know, lap dances and lattes. And nothing's off limits. I mean, we're willing to talk about anything. You know, and it's raw and true and how we feel and how we talk. <laughs> like, you want to have a garage party keg out there, you know, smoking your weed and your cigarettes in your buddy's garage and just having a bullshit conversation, that's where you go. And how many and, people have actually experienced that? You're just bullshit with your buddies and you're like, we should have recorded this shit because I know we talk all the time and we're like, man, we should have recorded that shit. Yes, and that's, I think, the the goal that you and I both share in common on that side of it. And honestly, guys, like coming over and support, supporting us on that type of platform, you're going to get to see uh, a different view and, you know, who we are as people and what, you know, your average everyday normal guys go through and what they talk about when people are standing around them at work and you're not on a time card and have to worry about what you say. Right. It's a different type of content. I mean, you know, the paranormal stuff is serious and all that, and we're not trying to, uh, you know, dilute it or anything, but uh, there's other Thanks, outlets. I need another, uh, an outlet. I don't want to talk about ghosts and demons all the time. Why do you guys think I don't respond to your, your comments? Right. Come on now. We got to have <laughs> a, yeah, a, a form of release where we can just go laugh and talk shit, and that's what uh, lot, Lap Dances and Lattes is all about, so... I hope that people will come check us out once we uh, start releasing our episodes. Right. And guys, this takes a tremendous amount of work. And I just want to put that out there. You know, for all of you listening that always wondered what it's like to have a viral video or, you know, have over 100,000 followers. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's like being in high school when you're popular and how it's a constant job to stay that way. And it's a lot of work and it gets to be overwhelming. It gets to be where you get paranoid about things, you know, and I, a lot of people are successful in this, you know, type of stuff because they don't realize how much goes into it 
every time you post something. It's not like TikTok where you have 60 seconds and you do 80 takes that takes you an hour to get that right look or the right duck face or whatever you're shaking at that time. <laughs> like, it, it's not like that. It's you, you have to present it in a way that people will relate to it. And it, it's taxing, guys. It's, mm-hmm. it's spur of the moment stuff when it's in my home, when we're out on the field. It's predictable. Right. And you, you touched on the two words I was going to say overwhelming and taxing. And if people can just be patient, because we want to bring you the best possible content we can possibly put out there. We're not going to half ass anything. That's just not what we're here to do. It's not. And I think that we've all have a handful of channels that we endure because it's the best that we got. And what I think Rob, myself, and Tim want to provide is a 360 view, not only in cameras, but, you know, with outlets to talk. You have GHP, you have lap dances and lattes. Dino Nugget <laughs> 741, Dino with the Devil. I mean, we've got so many different, uh, you know, outlets here for people to check out. You're going to find your flavor. Yeah. And find your flavor. And just know that if if you want to know me as a person or even Tim, lap dances and lattes is the place that you're going to want to be on there. I'll always provide you guys with good content as far as my hunting goes and updates and this journey that, you know, I'm getting ready to take Rob and, you know, Tim on, you know, we're, we're all at that point where it's either all in or cash it all away. And for all the true fans out there, taste the rainbow fuckers and come check all this stuff out. (laughs) Right. Just fucking podcast and get to know us as a person. I'll just drop it to you flat out. If you want to get offended and maybe jerk yourself to sleep, you might want to check it out from time to time. If you don't like one episode, check out the next one because it might be a compliment. So whatever you're going through that day. Exactly. And uh, we're and probably going to have some fans on. <laughs> we're going to have some fans on the podcast and interact with people and get everybody involved. That's going to create some more excitement. Yes. And I'd like to bring a lot of you paranormal people because let's face it. I do get to read the comments. I'm not stupid. I can open up my YouTube studio and go through all your people's shit. But I think a lot of you need something else to focus on or listen to to take your mind off of the bad stuff in life and realize that there's people out there that you would never get to talk to in real life chatting with you on a a podcast. Everybody needs to laugh, man, no matter where you're at in life. Laugh, you need to cry, you need to feel the whole thing, but don't live your life in fear. I'm tired of scaring people all the time. You want to come over and see the lighter side of things? Just look at our logo. (laughs) (laughs) Sage advice, right? Sage advice there. <laughs> Unless you have anything else, I'll play out some, uh, you know, uh, close your music here and we'll uh, we'll end the session. I think it was a really good productive session and gets everybody up to date where we're at right now. Sounds good. And just make sure that, you know, anybody that's downloading has all those uh, things, you know, outlets to come find us. So yeah. look forward to uh, what's happening, guys. And thanks again for having me, Tim. Yeah, we're closing out uh, 2021 on on this note. We're going to start 2022 strong. I think we're all on the same page with that. So um, with that being said, I'm going to play us out with some music. Until next time, guys, we will be back. <laughs>